0: ladies and gentlemen welcome into talking about balls i am justin george joined as always by kyle price kyle what's going on um not much man it's friday and i'm enjoying a phenomenal beer right now yeah kyle was gracious enough to bring over from clown shoes brewery i think that's their name Mm -hmm. this beer is called haze cake it's a hazy double india pale ale this podcast is not sponsored nor endorsed by anything beer related unofficially Uh, had to throw that out there um but yeah this can looks fucking sweet it looks like a comic book and the beer is actually delicious so Mm -hmm. expect lots of belching from me and enjoy it uh so let's get right into it we have a jam-packed show we have a very fun show a little bit different than normal um just like our last episode the the rest of our shows aren't fun exactly (laughs) uh sometimes we talk a lot of cleveland sports so no they're not fun um uh, a couple weeks ago, we decided to take a week off from our last podcast where we did the Indian special because that was a longer episode than we typically do, and I feel like it covered a lot of bases, so we decided nothing really crazy was happening in the world world of sports. Uh, last week, when we would typically record, the NFL Combine was going on. Another very uneventful Combine, in my opinion. I don't know yeah. if you were able to catch any of it. A couple but, of them, yeah. Yeah, I mean, to me, I watch the Combine. I like to focus on the draft. This year's draft class is just very boring. Um, I mean a lot of a lot of good filler pieces I mean pieces that we could use right like the Browns but no flashiness yeah we're in need of the most unsexy draft picks and it just kind of takes a little bit of the fun out of it like I'm used as a Browns fan every year I have to study quarterbacks that's my fucking that's my bread and butter I have to. And up until a few years ago, it was I'm studying top wide receivers. I'm studying tight ends. I we need all these I fucking bet you running st- backs. I study tight, I ends, study don't tight you? ends like like God. <laughs> I look like the Pope the way I stare at a tight end on a child. Um, but, Religious uh, focus had to get that in there. That's what she said. But, and, uh, uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, every year I'm used to looking at like the sexy positions: the running backs, the wide receivers, the quarterbacks. And this year, the Browns' biggest <clears throat> need, truthfully, is offensive line. That's number one. Uh, I think we can all agree that I mean, you, you can't go wrong with defensive line depth. I think there's there is gonna be a hole eventually opened up with I, I think it's impending, but uh, in, or inevitable. I mean, but I think Olivier Vernon's departure is coming. I think Cleveland. they're. I think they're trying to package him with some deals
1: to get some of these uh, players in the off season.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have to try to get rid of him. I think at this point, nobody's going to be willing to take on his contract for his production. Was it? So was I mean, it Jason, maybe, Jason
1: Peters is a free
0: agent, right? Yeah the the Eagles are letting him test the market. Okay, but is he is he under contract? With no, the, he's a free agent. So he's a free agent. But he's thirty eight, if I'm not mistaken. Right, but he's he could be. He'd be a good. Fuck. But he'd be a good filler for a year or two. To us, yes, but I'm going into this unless they prove me wrong under the same mindset that this regime did under Sashi Brown. Because a few years ago with Sashi Brown here, the analytic-driven team, I mean, we had no players over the age of 30 on that roster. They yeah. gutted this team for youth because they figured that was the analytic way. So that's my concern with Trent Trent Williams and with um, Jason Peters now being Trent available. Trent Williams, what, 33? I think he's, yeah, 33, 32, something like that. So he's I'd rel- be okay
1: with Trent Williams for a couple years, but like the you said. The only thing, though, is the guy
0: hasn't played a full season since 2013. Under protest. He didn't play. Last season was the only one out of protest. Yeah. The other ones were strictly injury because he, he, took just, a knee he last can't season. stay healthy. Yeah, well, I think he, he lost the other knees the years before. <laughs> That's why he doesn't fucking play. Yeah. Uh, so he can't stay healthy, which is a big issue. He is aging. He is currently, I believe, the same age Joe Thomas was when he retired, if I'm not mistaken. So that's never a good thing. And again, I'm not sure how this regime is going to attack the, the the building of this team because we have so many pieces in place already and they are young. Are they going to continue a youth movement or are they going to add veterans because they realize this young team needs veterans in the in the locker room? And I think that's... One of the biggest reasons we went 1-31 one in one in, 31 in that regime, because we took all these young guys, and they right. had nobody to show them the ropes, and they were going in blind, and I, I they think also what, weren't talented. That was also a fucking issue. You
1: need to make a move and bring a veteran lineman in. You need to bring
0: some offensive lineman as, as a veteran. Because right now our veteran is J.C. Tredder right. at center, and I think he's only like 29. The Cornell grad like J.C. Treader who's yeah. telling everybody not he, to sign the CBA. He's a vet, and <laughs> then you have... I mean, Joel Batonio was a fucking veteran right. next to him. And Joel Batonya has only been in the league for like five years or something right. like that. So,
1: well, I think if you bring in a lineman, a veteran lineman, like one of those two, yeah, right. So that that plugs a hole for a year or two. You draft young, so there's a lot of decent linemen in his draft. I think you could probably get one at oh, ten. Oh, this is a
0: loaded lineman. So draft. you could
1: really load up with young talent. You bring them in, they study underneath these veterans. You lose these veterans in a year or two, and then we're looking okay. Yeah, but you know we're in a win now mentality with the the, the team that we have right now.
0: And my thing too with how this <clears> team's <throat> built, like I, I I'm I'm I've said it before. I'm going into this season with the lowest of expectations. So I don't expect. I won't say I don't expect playoffs because we haven't even had the draft of free agency yet. Playoffs? So I can't I can't get excited for anything one way or the other. But I definitely can tell you there is no fucking way they're gonna be able to build a team that can <clears throat> compete with A the the uh, the Chiefs or B the the Ravens currently, unless barring injuries for other teams. So I like the idea of a Trent Williams or of a Jason Peters to come in and fill in, but my issue with that Is by the time you're Super Bowl competitive, if everything goes as you're hoping, they're going to be ready to retire. So my issue is I don't want that. That's why you draft young talent. But that's the thing, though, is you have to pray that those guys are going to be good when you have to plug them in. I would rather just get the young guy now and let him build because then when those two years are up and your team's getting better, you can look at him. And if there is a guy on your offensive line that's the weak link in the chain... You move on at that point. But then you have to then you're drafting again or we're well, not you're- necessarily drafting at that point. You can you can sign somebody depending on free agencies or make a trade because you know that's your one hole and you can get one guy to fill it. Opposed to if you draft a guy right now and he sucks in two years you can, you know, switch him to a guard position, something instead of retiring completely.
1: But you put a veteran in place now and just being I guess I'm being the glass half full person. Oh, I'm, I'm my glass is empty. Yeah, I know. Browns you have like right a now. drop at the bottom of it, like if maybe. that. it's kind of safe and slowly. It's, dis- it's, <laughs>
0: it's dry. <laughs> so here's my thought.
1: So I, in my opinion, we have a two, three year window here with this team that we have because you're not going to keep Odell past next. I think what two years we have him for. Jarvis is probably not going to be around. We have him for what two, three years? I think his contract is.
0: Uh, I believe we. I believe he signed a five year deal when he. Yeah, so we had for two him. years left. So on he's it. had two he's only been here for two years. Oh, three three years then. Okay. Yeah. So,
1: so I'm thinking if you
0: break However the- in the NFL though, the end of a contract is is the cut time so I would be I would be shocked if Jarvis plays his whole contract. Sure, out,
1: truthfully. Sure. So I'm just thinking though, you bring in the veteran now, you put the line in place, you protect Baker, um, you make Baker obviously a little better by doing that, and you protect him and gets more time to throw the ball down the field, and you can probably win something in the next two years here. But instead of no, the, I'm I'm totally okay with these I moves. Just,
0: it just depends on what they'd have to give up.
1: I mean, I completely think they're gonna fuck it up. I, right, I, and that's what I'm worried I worried
0: about. just because as we said with Trent Williams, he's you know approaching mid 30s. He hasn't played a full season in five or seven years. He skipped an entire season. Sure. So so he's
1: very healthy then. He's good to go. Yeah, exactly. Right?
0: So Joe Thomas is healthy too because he hasn't played in a couple of years. Oh, that's you want sexy him
1: beast, man. He looks so good, and all skinny and everything.
0: But my issue with Trent Williams is, is what are you going to give up? And that's my biggest worry right now because we yeah, crazy. finally
1: letting him seek a trade and. Well, they wanted nothing less than a first-round pick last year for him.
0: And and nobody bit, and that's why they had to hold on to him. So now they realize the market's a lot lower for him. And the big thing that's going to hurt Washington is this is a loaded offensive line draft. It truly is. Like, there's a good chance there could be, like, four or five offensive linemen going in the first, like, 20 picks. Right. Maybe more. Uh, Free agency-wise, we'll go over that next episode. We're going to do more in-depth, like, draft and free agent talk. Um but there are a ton of offensive linemen tackles, especially good ones, available in free agency coming up in the next, you know, the 18th, I believe, is free agency day. Yeah. So Le-
1: Legal tampering, as they call it. No, legal tampering is actually
0: like oh, the weekend week. before. Next, yeah. I think it's next Friday. Yeah, that's And right. then the day they can actually sign. I love how they call it legal tampering. Yeah, which is so fucking asinine. You know they're all talking now there, There's contracts already done right now because... Oh,
1: Absolutely, there's already there's, tra- there's already trades in place right now.
0: Yeah, legal tampering will be at midnight, like next Friday. And all these imi- and it, ten deals are done, but 1201 there'll be a deal finished. It's like, wait a minute, you you printed out and typed up a fucking a ten page contract in a minute. That's impressive. I mean, that's what they get paid with. And get paid. he agreed to it, so right. there were no issues. They he were no complaints.
1: They were standing outside the door, waiting yeah. until twelve, to and not slid it under the door at, 12- it's like, oh, <laughs> at twelve 12 one. and then they midnight. then they announced it. They called the NFL headquarters and announced it, so they're, they're so it's it's official. And then they and ESPN got the news. Yeah, Goodell all within, doesn't sleep. Goodell's awake all within all sixty calls. seconds. So yeah, no, I get it. It's crazy. But, but yeah,
0: so so Jason Peters would be a good addition because he's a free agent. Yeah. So the, the Browns have money to burn, and and like you said, by the time his contract would or by the time he would be ready, He you retire, sign him for like a one year deal, two year yeah, deal, maybe two year deal. He plays one. If it works out, great. If it doesn't, you cut him. No harm, no foul. And. At that point, you're still not paying your massive contracts to Baker, to to Miles Garrett, guys like that. So Jason Peters' money will be off the books. Yes. So with the the extra cap space we have, that one's a no-brainer. My issue, again, with the Trent Williams thing... Is what we'd have to give up for him, yeah. Yeah, what? Because you're not not in this by yourself. There's 31 other teams that may inquire about him.
1: I feel like the Jason Peters might be an easier fit with Andrew Barry now on our team.
0: And I think so, too, because, yeah, you have the Eagles connection. You have a, a guy that stayed healthy... You have a Super Bowl champion, and he you could, have a guy that's not a disgruntled right. issue, like Trent Williams. Maybe in a in a different situation. And let's not lie. Peters is pretty good. I mean, he's, no, he's a very damn good player. And
1: I think that if you if you got him for cheap ish, yeah. and, and he he could really show that young core too. You know, how, how you be a fucking football player? You know. Yeah, no,
0: I agree completely. This is like,
1: how you listen to your coach. This is how you listen to what what's going on. You know? Ideally, so.
0: yes, you draft Jason Peters to be your left tackle. You you probably would use your tenth overall pick to, to draft a right tackle. Yeah, and then maybe that's a guy that when Jason Peters retires, he moves Slide to left over. tackle. Sure. If if they could do it, because it is very hard in the NFL. It, it's easy for fans because I've done the draft process my whole life, and. A lot of people just kind of assume that a guy can just change positions like it's nothing. They're right. like, oh, he's a great guard. Why can't he play tackle? Well, I can
1: do it in Madden. I don't understand why Yeah, exactly. Can do it in I can life. do a lot of
0: things in Madden that don't. Like, <laughs> I, I win with the Browns a lot in Madden, and we all know that doesn't <laughs> come I've gone to a lot
1: of Super Bowls with the Browns. In I've Madden.
0: won so many MVPs in Super Bowls with the Cleveland Browns. It's not even funny. But but yeah, so switching positions is very difficult. So if you get a guy that is. And that, this is where you have to rely on great scouting and shit like that. You have to understand if a guy plays great at right tackle, it may not translate to left. So you have to get a guy that you're confident can do that. Because look at Austin Corbett a couple years ago. We took him. He was a tackle. He he was expected to be moved to guard in the pros because he was a little undersized. And then a lot of people thought maybe he would move to center eventually because even guard was a little bit difficult for him. None of it panned out. Cam Irving, same thing. We took him. He was a tackle in college. We tried him at tackle. We tried him at guard. He tried center. The guy tried everything. Then he wasn't just, panning out. Well, then he just tried on his uh, Super Bowl ring and he's good to go now. And so. then Kansas City handed him his ring and his walking papers <laughs> at the same time because they declined his option. Shows you how talented he is. He got the ring now. No, I agree. He got one. Um, but The one that got away that should still be our starting right tackle, Mitchell Schwartz. Oh, my God. I love yeah. that guy. But, but yeah, so no, I, I agree with you. It makes sense. It's just with the Trent Williams thing. I personally would be really fucking mad if we gave up more than a fourth-round pick.
1: Right. I don't know if that's going to be so heavily pursued because I I do believe as much as we really hate how our front office does things sometimes. I, I don't think they'd be dumb enough to do something like that. I think... I think <laughs> I, I don't know, because Andrew <laughs> know. Barry hasn't
0: had a chance to do this on his I own I know, yet. but I
1: think it just makes sense, and it's probably easier for them to get Jason Peters in here, and then they're just going to load
0: up on all these draft picks. And that's a scary thing for me about Andrew Barry, is other other GMs, in, in the past at least, you look at a guy like John Dorsey. John Dorsey's proven he can evaluate the fuck out of a quarterback. Yeah, He can acquire talent. He loves some troubled players, uh, doesn't really address the offensive line position often, truth be told, and, uh, loves secondary players, corners, especially he fucking adds them tenfold as many as he can get. So a guy like Dorsey that's been in the league for so long, they have track records. They have a history of what they take. Like, you know, Bill Belichick's probably never going to draft a first round quarterback. That's just not what he does. Right. Um, So that's the thing with Andrew Barry that scares me. I have no fucking idea what this guy's going to do. He's never done it before. So I'm worried about the Trent Williams trade. I'm worried about what we're going to do at 10. Is he crazy enough to go, fuck it. Nobody else has worked in Cleveland for more than like two years. I don't care about the future. Boom, trading up to like the third pick just to fucking do it. Because I don't care about our future draft picks. You know what I mean? I don't know how crazy this guy be can be. It's gonna be very
1: interesting. Come draft. I like day. to think that he. And I don't to, hear anything like rumors. Nothing. Which it's is. It's a little
0: it's early still. The, the biggest thing that a I month love away about the almost, NFL, right?
1: Yeah, we're about a month away. More yeah, than but a week. The,
0: the, it's hard to pick and choose because right now offensive line looks like the no brainer. However, maybe they 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 sign who I think Taylor Lewan's a free agent. Yeah. Maybe they sign Taylor Lewan as a free agent. Huge. That fills your left tackle need. And maybe they do sign a Trent Williams or Jason Peters, and they say, listen, you're in your 30s. You haven't played in a while. Let's put you to right tackle. Less pressure. You're not the blind side. Boom. You're not drafting a tackle at, at number 10 anymore because you, you've solidified it. So and that's you can the thing with some the NFL. of those holes on defense, too. Then, exactly. Yeah. So that's the thing with the NFL that I love, which I wish uh, the NBA would do the same, and I don't understand why they don't, is free agency should always be first. Yep. Always. Is, I hate as the way the so NBA does it. With it the, it's uh, so stupid. Yeah. Because, like, the NBA, it's like, what if a guy's there? Because the draft is completely random. I can't throw a contract at a draft pick. I have to hope that they're there. Right. Whereas in free agency, I could talk to this guy months in advance, illegally, sure. But I know how much cap space I have. I know what the market is for a guy. But I need to make sure he's going to sign it. What if you're looking at, like, let's just say hypothetically, there's a point guard that's a free agent? You know, let's, I mean, we'll just go back to last year. Kyrie Irving, free agent, highly coveted. Everyone wants him. Brooklyn's on the clock. All of a sudden, the guy that everyone thought would be a top-two pick slides, point guard, stud. Brooklyn's like, well, shit, we have to take this guy. Are they still going to sign Kyrie Irving? Right, it changes things. It's so different. That's why I like free agency first, because right. then you can kind of play in your draft a little bit better. Free
1: agency in NFL is so fun. Like, It's it's the like, best. I, I follow all the people on Twitter, so I get the alerts. I'm just like watching nonstop and wake up in the morning to see what took place. And, and
0: one thing I'll say to fans, and this isn't just Browns fans, this is anybody, be very very skeptical of teams that spend quickly the the first guys to get signed in free agency truth be told most of the time nine times out of ten it it turns out to be a bad deal for the team it's not a good thing i mean the browns used to do that and i used to get so fucking excited holy shit they were they signed paul kruger within the first 10 minutes of free agency how did that work (laughs) oh my god la charles bentley how fucking awesome oh my god gary baxter get the fuck out of here how did those work out I understand I'm using the Browns as a reference which is always going to be a well, No, we used to be the place people just come to just to collect the paycheck, you know. Basically, and that's what happens when you're a bad team, you have all that money to just throw at a player. So of course, they're right away going to be like, "I don't give a fuck if I about winning, I just want this contract." So any fan out there be a little leery of of if your team's very active very early in free agency, I would be I'd have to We'll go over it all next week, but there's right now not too many players I would be that excited about to give max fucking money. No, I want, like you said, thing. I want all the non sexy players this yeah, year. Like if we only sign Taylor Lewan as like our big off season move, sign me up. I'm happy with that. We have all the sexy players already exactly in
1: shape baker mayfield which i can't wait to see if he comes to
0: hey he's working out hard man he uh is he i haven't kept up on it is he yeah yet? i heard he's been getting diet cheesecake so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> everything's going well for the him. sugar-free cheesecake yeah yeah sugar-free and uh
1: jizz free i know a place that makes sugar-free uh cupcakes. shout out to Gigi's cupcakes they want he wants to go there
0: yeah how come why aren't they sponsoring us yet i don't know i mean we should get talking about balls cupcakes it's
1: actually a really good idea on them. <laughs> yeah i will talk to her tonight about that it would be kind it's of cool a to good get idea. we want a cupcake we'll put it on the put on the the main page i I don't eat
0: sweets but i would eat the fuck out of that because it has something with me on it absolutely you know what we're gonna make it we're gonna make it happen let's talk about it we're gonna get it done so yeah so uh, we went a little long here with the 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 brown stuff but we are going to do our next episode will be a little bit of a draft preview um with free agency and then leading up to the draft we have a little over a month and a half almost two months we'll just say. For the draft, so we'll go over, we'll do a breakdown team-by-team, team team needs, kind of do a mock draft thing. We'll do a a one-round mock. So we got all that shit coming up in the future. Pretty exciting. I love this. This is my favorite time of year as a Browns fan because the season's always just depression and sadness. So draft time's the best. Speaking of sadness, ladies and gentlemen, you've heard of March Madness. Nobody gives a fuck about college basketball anymore. Let's talk about the Talking About Balls official contest, Spring Sadness 2020. Ladies and gentlemen, we have conducted the best of sixteen. This was a lot of research. This was a lot. This was fun. I mean, we, we pulled a thousand million people. Yeah, we we pulled <laughs> every person in uh, Samoa, America, wherever Mike Bloomberg <laughs> got his. Uh, I'm so glad he delegate. won that. So glad. Dude, he I'm won very that. happy about that. Those are probably he my was, favorite. Earl I think Scott he stopped cookies. there one day just to get some gas, and he's like, ah, all I think right. that's. I think he just he tried to buy him. I heard it was. Just, it's an island. He, <laughs> he, was, he just walked in and was like, "How much?" And they were like, "What?" And he's like, "Eh, vote for me, I guess. Here's a sticker. Here's some money. Just got it. He threw money at them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we did a... We're doing our own bracket style fun, but we're doing spring sadness. Now, for those of you that listen that aren't Cleveland sports fans or aren't even from Cleveland, you may not resonate with this. However, we're from Cleveland. My heart has been broken a million fucking times. I've had moments where I literally thought I was going to have a heart attack and die because of something so tragic happening in Cleveland ruining me so without further ado we're gonna go down the list we have four uh we gotta name the regions i mean like, I didn't, that's what i was thinking of we didn't we didn't name it we should
1: we gotta think of something
0: all right that. so uh well
1: we won't do it if you don't do it on the yeah fly, we'll do that another
0: time because yeah i don't want to come up with something now and then think of something later and hate it so that's that's what i like to do We'll we'll put the we'll
1: put the full bracket up either tonight or tomorrow morning so people yeah, can we see have
0: to, it i have it written down on a sheet of paper right now and my handwriting is complete chicken scratch so i wouldn't I would never make you guys try to read that for yourselves, especially like a grainy Facebook You need like, a, you need like, a, you need need like a code book to understand how to break it Basically, down. Basically, yeah. You need the, uh, what is it? Little Orphan Annie's uh, oh, yeah. detector, the detector or whatever the, the, uh, the code the for you <laughs> <laughs> Drink your Ovaltine or whatever the fuck it said. Don't forget to drink your Ovaltine. So we have four regions with four in each. We're only doing best of 16, so it's straight up a sweet 16 because we didn't want to, I mean... We could have done 30, uh, is it? No, it's 64. We could have done 64, probably. Easily for Cleveland, but it would have taken forever. So, here are your regions without further ado. We will start off with just the one seeds. Mm-hmm. Starting off, Indians losing the 2016 World Series. I think that one just broke damn near everybody's heart. <sighs> Dude, we were. I truly think the only thing that prevented that from ha- causing mass suicide in cleveland was the Cavs championship if the Cavs didn't win a championship that year and the indians choked in, in the play in the world series the 480 bridge would have had a fucking line to drive your car off of it yes, that day yes. like people there would have been a guy out there like a deli counter like oh hang on suicide number 122 here's your ticket like you had to pick a card please jump yes no i so, mean we we i think we
1: joked around because we went to
0: chicago that year during ironically that, enough yeah we ended up planning we were, a trip months in advance yeah, just, just we were just out. like let's just go out. to chicago let's yeah. do it turned out it was going to be it was during the world series and they were in we chicago. Were chicago and they were yeah. in chicago at the time and i don't want anyone to get too excited for us because we made no attempt to even go towards wrigleyville because they were charging people just to walk by it like right. fuck that we weren't doing it
1: but we represented cleveland very well while i wore we're indians about. Here every
0: fucking we day. actually
1: saw their fellow indians fans lots of them there. high-fied them during intersections and, and
0: stuff They can all go fuck themselves now. But at the time, Cubs fans were actually pretty nice. They were, yeah. Very cordial, very nice people. Well, they
1: were nice there. When we came back to Cleveland, when we were at that game, they were fucking assholes. And that's because they were
0: fake fans. And I I almost got in a couple fights, but fuck them. I'll gladly stand up for Cleveland anytime.
1: But uh, my point is that we we won a championship, and then, you know, it just is too good to be true. There's no possible way
0: Yeah. And and, God would let us win, as we've said before, two championships multiple multiple times. The Indians had no business even no. making it to the World Series that year, with with the the hurdles we had to overcome. So just being there was great. Then they went up three to one, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Cleveland's changed. We're a new era. And then we blew the three one lead. However, it's because we talked so much three one bullshit. But you know the- that's the difference, though. And I, I said this to CM Punk, the the wrestler. I tweeted at him. I don't. He probably didn't see it, but. He can suck a fat cock, too.
1: Oh, I did see his 3-1 tweet. So
0: March 1st, he tweeted out, happy 3-1 day. Cubs, Cubs beat the Indians, blah, blah, blah. Indians blew a 3-1 lead. And I straight up told him, I said, listen, we were doing the 3-1 lead jokes long before that as Cavs fans because baseball has had many 3-1 leads blown before, multiple times. Cavs were the first ones ever in the history of the NBA to do it. So don't try to steal the Cavs' thunder, Sam Punk, you fucking cock. He'll never hear this, and I'm glad he doesn't hear it. He's like straight edge; doesn't listen to, probably doesn't listen to any curse words or something. I don't know. He's a fucking douche. Did he block you? No, he didn't. Uh, oh, surprisingly, got to keep trying harder next time. Oh, I could, I could, I could tweet him right now. <laughs> yeah. I can get blocked by a lot of people real easily. <laughs> I have to like delete things when I start tweeting because I'm like, whoa, that guy's gonna be pissed if I say that." <laughs> so the Indians blowing three-one lead in the 2016 World Series is, of course, a one seed for heartbreak and pain and misery. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. In the Is other that the region, name of the region? Heartbreak, pain, and misery? That could be heartbreak, the name all pain, of them. Heartbreak, pain, misery, and sorrow. That could be our region. Depression. Yeah, we got a lot. <laughs> so, the, the next one, uh, the Browns moving in 1999 when Art Model or I'm sorry, the Browns moving in 1995. I think that was the year. 95, 95. yeah. So, they came back in 99, but the Browns moved in 1995. Well, they snuck out of town in 95. Basically, yeah. They he, he called two men in a truck at about 10 p.m., said, be here at 11. We're getting the fuck out of Dodge. So Art Modell moved the Browns. I'm sure all of, I don't need to go over the story for you people. Um, For me, I was six years old. (laughs) I didn't watch football at all. So the Browns moved and I had no idea if I'm being honest. I didn't start caring about football until like 97, 98-ish. And that's when I've, I've said it on the show a thousand times. That's when I I fell in love with Eddie George and the Houston Oilers. Then then it moved to Tennessee. Then the Browns came back in 99 and I, I started uh, becoming a Browns fan then with Tim couch. But however, when they moved for me, because again, I was six years old and I didn't watch football. I didn't know anything about it. So that one didn't really hurt me too much, but I do know the pain and sorrow that the fellow Cleveland fans have gone through because of that. So that's why that's our other, our, another one seed. Yeah. I won't talk too much. This is a no brainer. Yeah. Uh, third region, um, one seed, the decision, LeBron James, Went on national television to to tell the world and the city of Cleveland to go fuck themselves essentially, and I'll never forget that one. That was another one. I was coming home on the rapid. I was downtown at Van's Warp Tour that year. Oh, nice. That day, uh, great time as always. And my phone starts going off, and this was like just in the time of like smartphones, and everyone's telling me he fucking left, and I'm like, what? And he did. I was. I wasn't even home to see it because I thought, no way he's leaving, he's staying. I didn't. I was so naive and stupid back then. I thought, who gives a shit about this decision? He's doing it at the Boys and Girls Club because it's going to promote money for them. He's doing a nice thing. I thought LeBron's a great guy. No fucking way he leaves. And that fucking son of a cocky left. <laughs> and uh, so that was devastating. I mean, that yeah, I fucking, thought I that ruined the Cavaliers. Yeah. If he didn't win us a championship in '16 and, and left again, I mean, that guy, his legacy would be fucking ruined. So. He got us championship. I can't be mad at him for leaving this time, and he didn't do it on fucking a, a TV show. So the decision the first time around to lose the best player in NBA history, arguably devastating. Yep, I agree. Yeah, that was a shitty
1: night. That I, one a I thought I thought he was staying too. I remember watching it on TV. I was at work. I was working at exporting. Sporting is in Parma, and I was doing an overnight. And I actually had it on like the big screen. Like you remember Dick? Yeah. You said like, oh, absolutely. Big, big screen. I know it was big
0: dicks. Oh, you yeah. meant TVs? Yeah, <laughs> TVs.
1: <laughs> And I had it on where I think I was like cleaning a floor or something. And I remember I stopped and like watched him actually make the decision. I'm like, I stopped. I'm like, there's, what? There's what? Like, there's no way. There's yeah. no way. I, I, like, I'd replayed like my in mine. He said what? He's taking South, his balance to South, South, Euclid. South Park Mall? Yes, okay, that's okay, fine. That's I get Cleveland. it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. God, it was so bad. Yeah, I agree. It was, it was shitty.
0: And our fourth and final one seed is the 1997 World Series. This is another one for me call it because the Mesa. of my youth. Call it the Mesa. But yeah, the Jose Mesa, whatever you want to call it. Um, I mean, I vaguely remember this happening, but I do know that it scarred me because I started following the Indians. I'll never forget it. I was playing little league baseball since I was like, I don't know, five years old. So I was in baseball for like a couple of years. This is a different one, but the Indians went to the world series in 1995. And that's when I started watching baseball and following it as best as I could as a six, seven year old. Sure. So you had to, that team back in the 95. It was amazing. Like, amazing. and, and I, I have to admit the way it brought the city together. Cause that's how I found out about it. Like my family, no sports fans. My mom never watched sports. My dad didn't, does not give a fuck about sports still to this day. But my mom used to actually watch the Indians back then because, excuse me, they were in the world series in the playoffs. And that's what turned me to baseball because my mom was like, Hey, the Indians are in the world series. Let's watch it. And that's when I was like, all right, sweet. Mm-hmm. so i i really started to fall in love with with the indians and so back to the 97 world series same thing i mean i was eight years old um didn't know a ton about it uh, i vaguely remember what happened i know it was heartbreaking i know the stories of what happened with jose mesa but to me because i was eight like the memories didn't like stick as well as i i'm kind of glad they didn't because right. it's just extra depression so i'm i'm okay with it but I know the rest of the world, you know, they're still devastated. I hold a grudge still against the Marlins. They can go fuck themselves. I hate that franchise. I am glad they're shitty. And, I mean, the 97 World Series, losing in extra innings, being so close to winning a championship and having it ripped away from you, and this is long before 2016, so the the championship drought was still alive and well right. and still, you know, decades long. So, for that, the 97 World Series got a, a one seed. Yeah, to me, I was 14. So I remember. Jesus,
1: shut the fuck up!
0: <laughs> I didn't realize I was sitting here with Bernie Sanders.
1: Dude, <laughs> did I turn thirty-seven next month? Oh my month.
0: god, you're that old! Holy hell! I'm like dreading. I'm, I'm, ladies and gentlemen, I'm turning thirty-one on March fifteenth, and I was like, I'm, I'm depressed about it. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. what have I done with Let's my life? Trade, trade those depressions because I feel it. But uh, now like I remember. I'm going to start taking a multivitamin. Kyle has to start looking for graves. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm buying a plot next week. <laughs> Smart move at um, your age. But, uh, yeah, know
1: I, I was 14, and I was, I was really into sports, played Little League, watched baseball. My uncle, who I think at the time I was, I was staying with because we had, like, Summer League baseball going on, all I remember him telling me is, like, well, we're winning this. We're going to win this. You know, Jose Mesa's coming in. We're up to – we got this. Get out the fucking banners. We're winning a championship this year. And I remember sitting around the TV watching it just take place. And when they yeah. went and tied it in the, the ninth, and, and my uncle's like, oh, pff, it's okay. This team, we'll make a comeback. And then when they lost it, he's, he just sat there in silence for like two hours. God, it's depressing. All my uncles ever told me was, don't tell anybody
0: about this. I'm <laughs> just <I'm> just <laughs> the ones that hugged you a little extra longer yeah, than you wanted like, to? Hey, hey, I got nothing in my pockets. What are you doing in there? I got a little um, tic-tac for you. So, first region. <laughs> it's like the guy up fame, the guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Chris, Chris. I got Chris. candy in my pocket. I can't do his voice. I don't know who does it. Maybe, I maybe it's know, Seth MacFarlane, but, that, but they do a great job. I'm sure job. it's Seth MacFarlane. Um, So now we're on to two seeds Uh, for the first region, uh, Love and Kyrie getting hurt in 2015. This one, me personally, I would have maybe put this one as a one seed because this one hits home for me more than any because we could have back to back championships. I honestly think the 2015 Cavs team should have been a championship team. I think if Kelly Olenek, that piece of shit, I hope he has a family and I hope he has kids and they grow up and don't know how to read. I hope they don't know how to tie their shoes and there's nothing wrong with them medically. Like the doctors can't diagnose what's wrong with them. They just can't develop basic motor skills I hope that happens I hope they don't know how to chew their food and it just dribbles all over the place and they can't go to restaurants and I hope they're very loud so Kelly Olenek can't take them to movies and they're just obnoxious and he has to live in his house and just be stuck with his shitty kids and his wife turns into a bitch and starts cheating on him I fucking hate that guy I hate his whole fucking family I hope his mom's getting gang banged right now but she's okay with it like it's not a rape and her dad's just sitting in the corner like a cuck just watching it like, oh, that's what she wants. I don't know. Fuck that whole fucking family. I hate them with a fiery fucking passion. So I got a question. Yeah, yeah, What's up?
1: <laughs> do, you, do you like Kelly Olenek? I'm just
0: curious. I would like him to drive off a <laughs> cliff. My God, dude. I mean, and, you just and I would fucking hope, can. And I would hope that there's like a, some sort of heavy machinery that catches his car so he doesn't die and then it lifts it up higher than the cliff, and then he falls off of that. That's what I want to happen. He can go fuck himself. He just can't die. It's like Groundhog Day for dying. <laughs> yeah, he I, hope can't he, die. I hope I hope. hope he's in a, a plane, and he jumps out, and his parachute doesn't work, and then he gets actually caught on a hot air balloon that lifts him up higher and higher, and then he falls off the hot air balloon. Just the worst things that happen to that guy. Fuck him. And then he lands in water and lives, and he's like, oh my god, I broke every bone, but I'm alive. And then a shark fucking rips him in half. So that's why he wanted it to be a number him. one seed. I get it. That yeah, really stuck I to I hate him. Because he pulled Kevin Love's arm out of his fucking socket. One of the dirtiest plays I've ever seen. And that right there was a big enough blow to, to, to really hurt our championship cause. And then Kyrie Irving hurt his knee, which I can't blame anybody, anybody for that other than his shitty body. Because Kyrie Irving can't stay healthy ever. And those two injuries, I fully believe, cost us a championship in I mean, LeBron carried that team pretty deep in that and, in series. And my big thing, too, is I think it's like, it, it's like a butterfly effect. Because if we win that championship... Kevin, or, uh, uh, Kevin Durant's not a free agent. Maybe some guys from Golden State are like, you know what, that LeBron guy, that Cavs team's pretty fucking good. We're leaving. Yep. Golden State doesn't build that dynasty. They don't go on to have the 73-9 and season the next year, which I'm okay with, because fuck them. They yeah, blew they, a 3-1 they, lead, they so they didn't didn't it didn't way. matter anyway. Um, but So let's say hypothetically, yeah, the Cavs win two championships in a row. Maybe Kevin Durant says, I'm not going to Golden State. I want to go to a different team. Yep. That team's not good enough to beat the Cavs. The Cavs could have won... Hypothetically, two, like three, three four. or four championships in a fucking what, row. What would LeBron and Wade maybe say LeBron, down in Miami? One, yeah, two. Maybe LeBron three. doesn't leave for L.A. because he's having such great success in Cleveland. Kyrie's happy with his third championship and doesn't turn into a fucking nut and leave. It's Seriously, that Kelly Olynyk injury was a domino effect and the Kyrie Irving <clears> injury also, but you know, you can't blame anyone so for that. So we need that, to go but, find
1: Kelly and just
0: fucking kill him, is what you're saying. No, no, no. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. Legal purposes, <laughs> FBI, don't come after <laughs> us. We didn't say anything. <laughs> we could hire somebody to do that is what i meant to say but, i i heard you can go online and do that you won't yeah, get in trouble work. you won't get in trouble <laughs> i learned that from horrible bosses i paint but, walls so but honest to god like that that butterfly effect from that kelly Olenek dirty play is tremendous and i don't think people look at it that way they just look at it as oh yeah he hurt kevin love in 2015 that's it but i think it truly had lasting impact on the history and future of the cavaliers in yeah. my opinion i think it really did I, I can't. I can't listen to an argument against it because I would just tell them they're wrong because I'm always right. Well, I'm not um, <laughs> going to disagree. I agree. <laughs> Nor should you. So, uh, the next two seed. This was another one for me that was hard. the The playoff loss against the Pittsburgh Steelers in for the 2002 season, the one and only playoff appearance we've had since coming back in '99, lost a barn burner of a fucking game, a great game, down to the wire. Dennis Northcutt just short. We lose to Pittsburgh that one hits home for me because that's when I truly became a diehard Browns fan. They came back in 99. I was a fan. I watched most of the games. I went to a couple games here and there, but that season I was at the run, really run, Willie run game against Atlanta, where we actually clinched the playoffs. Um, Michael Vick was great. You know, this and that I got to see all that. That was cool. Um, But I was at that game and then we go to the playoffs and I watched every minute of that game. And, we lost and that was my first real playoff experience loss as a Cleveland fan in general because you know the Indians you know they lost the world series and shit like that the couple of them and all that and it wasn't it sucked but it wasn't like it didn't hurt me as much that browns loss fucking crushed me i'll never forget it truth be told i am what that was 2003 i think the game technically was cuz yeah. of the way the season works so i was you know 13 years old and i I couldn't sleep that night. It was a Sunday. Couldn't sleep. I questioned religion. That's when I realized I didn't believe in a god. I swear on my life. I'm literally like, there's no fucking way there'd be, there could be a god if we lost this game. Like, There's no way there's somebody up there that would fucking punish me That was me your like breaking this. point? That was it. Okay. I swear, swear on my life. Blame it on sports. I remember it like it was yesterday. I laid staring at my fucking ceiling all night thinking, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And that was devastating. So that loss is up there for me. That's why it made a two seed. <clears throat> a lot of um, personal
1: investments on in this i like it
0: now we're aging ourselves a little bit and okay. not aging ourselves i'm sorry we're aging the audience but unintentionally the next two seed the drive john elway so john elway for those of you that don't know gets the ball uh again i i, I know the history of it didn't affect me personally because i was I so young i wasn't there sorry so. i was super young like i i mean when did that happen like hmm early 90s, I believe, right? I think so. I mean, it's back when the Browns are good, so it's, it's been a yeah, while. Yeah, back when the Browns actually had playoff hopes with it's, Bernie. So, But yeah, so the drive, for me, I was so young, it didn't, like, I know about the history. 1986. 86 is even earlier than I yeah, thought. Yeah. I wasn't even in my dad's ball sack at 86. Right. I wasn't born until 89, so.
1: But that actually happened on January 11th, 1987. But it was for the 86th AFC Championship game.
0: Mm. Okay, so that's another one. I mean, don't get me wrong. Devastating. It has a nickname that is known throughout all of the sports world. If you say the drive, everyone knows what you're talking about. He led the team down 98 yards in five minutes and two seconds to win the game. Yep. Yeah, very familiar with it. Horrible, tragic Cleveland ending. But again, for me personally, happened in 86. I wasn't even alive. So I hate John Elway because of this history. He can go fuck himself, that horse-faced cock. However... This one, I don't really have much feelings for because I wouldn't have cared. Don't be me wrong. I would love to be able to brag about a championship even though I wasn't alive for it. But <clears throat> I wasn't alive for it. So what would I have right. cared? You know what I mean? Like I want championships that I can go to a parade. I can celebrate. I can talk shit about it. I don't want to be like, oh, remember they won back in this time? Like a Steeler fan, they're bragging about Super Bowls when they I weren't even no, fucking I, born. I have no idea any Steelers fans that do that. No, yeah, they're None. all very. They're actually very humble. Those Steeler fans. They do. They do zero talking whatsoever. Yeah. Well, they can't because their mouths are too busy kissing their family members <laughs> on the lips and pussy. But uh, so yeah, like I just want. I would love to have that bragging experience, but be either way. The drive is something that I mean, when it's, it's when you horrific. say it. When
1: you say it, older people are like, "Ooh, you know." And
0: that's why it's on this list because this list isn't just for Kyle and I. This is for everybody that wants to participate and listens. And I think the drive is. A pretty big deal, so yeah, absolutely, it's up there. And then our final two seed, another another sweet Browns nickname of misery, the fumble, the fumble. Another again, another old one in infamy. A fumble at the goal line cost the Browns another playoff game, cost them another chance for a Super Bowl. Just the the fucking list goes on. This only
1: happened a year later from the drive. Okay, perfect. The nineteen eighty seven championship game. Um, between them and, the uh, and again, the Denver Broncos. So, mm-hmm. fuck the Broncos twice.
0: That horse-faced um, cock John
1: Elway. Ernest Biner fumbled at the Broncos' one-yard line to try to score a touchdown to pole within one
0: point where they could probably tie it. Has and, that ever happened in the history of sports before where a team has, has imploded two years in a row to get a nickname of the something, the fumble, the drive? Consecutive years. One team, same team. That's fucking crazy to me. Cleveland is cursed. I'm fully convinced. I remember the I remember the four Super Bowls. Was it four Super Bowls in a row with the Bills and the, and the Giants? Yeah, the Jim Kelly Bills yeah, Bills couldn't yeah. win. Yeah, they couldn't win at all. I remember those teams. I remember because I jokingly use that for my fantasy league. Because my one league, I've I've won multiple <coughs> championships in it, but lately. I've made the championship game. Like, oh, so you're the Buffalo Bills. Three girls. out of the last yeah. four years, and I've lost it every fucking time. And I'm like, are you, like, I'm, well, that, I'm the Bills.
1: Wh- who was it, the player that ran down and had the ball dragon next to him, and he went to for a touchdown, and the guy oh, stripped I it? I don't remember. I, I know who you're
0: talking about. I don't remember his name. That, or that, and that
1: has to be called something in there. No, little they don't history. even call it They're no. just
0: like, eh, the Bills. Nah, they don't care. Okay. Poor yeah. Bills. Jim the they Cleveland name shit we like that. Nicknames, get nicknames. We would have
1: like, called it the strip, probably. And they're
0: known. Well, you could probably call that for a couple other things. The strip, I would like to check that out. Hopefully, in like the WNBA or you know women's soccer or something. <laughs> not WNBA, not these chicks nowadays. Yeah, I, soccer, maybe. Sure, I, I'd take Diana Taurasi behind the woodshed and show her a good time. You know what I mean? <sighs> Gonna give her the old uh, deep three. hey-oh. Hey-o. <laughs> <laughs> so the fumble is another two seed. That's another one that you know hits home for our our, our diehard older fans that you yeah. know are more familiar with it than I. back to back, man. That would suck. Yeah, I think like. Like I said, for me, I wasn't even born yet. Yeah. Eighty-seven. Kyle was in—he was in college. So Jesus, age-wise, Jesus. Oh, was, I forgot how old you are. I'm was sorry. Fucking like four. <laughs> Calm down. Oh, you're in your fourth year of med school. <laughs> Jesus, yes. you were a lot yes. older than I yes. thought. And I'm doing podcasts now after I'm a doctor. So yeah, it doesn't okay. pan out. That's, he, <laughs> he's still paying it off. He said, "Vote for Bernie." He needs that student loan well, on. <laughs> That's It's the only reason I'm voting for Bernie. Uh, i'm not voting seeds. for bernie don't let that no this one's half joke but half real because it's a futuristic oh geez depression. oh he's a three i forgot he's a three seed okay this is francisco lindor inevitably leaving cleveland because i, like I love lindor we had to rub our crystal ball for this one so we're trying to predict yeah we needed one outcomes. more we're like we need a three seed we want it to be the indians for this specific region and i'm like all right what's happened We we thought of a couple couple and i just said you know what Let's just do Lindor because he's he's as good as gone. Yeah. So let's just get sad about it right now. There's, you're. It's never too early to be sad about. something. I'm already a little sad about it because it's going to get happen. It out of your system now. When he is gone, it's not going to hit you as hard. That's how no, I look at that's it. No, it's not
1: true because I I cry every year for the Browns and then I still get more sad after the season goes on. So
0: that's a good point. Well, maybe this will be different. <laughs> you never know. However, the three seed here is Francisco Lindor in inevitably leaving because it, it's happening. So he he made the 3 seed for the first region. Uh second 3 seed 2007 Indians uh another 3-1 lead against Boston in the ALCS. We were one win away from going to the World Series where we would have faced the Colorado Rockies and I I hand hand to god or hand to whatever you believe in. Indians would have beat the fucking Colorado Rockies in the World Series that year. Handily. However, we blew another 3-1 lead against Boston. There were some behind the scenes things I believe we talked about on the show. Already before, where Foster, Car- Foster Carmona was accused of, like, cheating or something. something, Some news story had, had come out, some rumors, like the day of a start for him. Stupid in the, in local the talk show. And it was, again, the same people that broke the cheesecake Baker Mayfield thing, which... I find funniest about that is that happened like over a month ago.
1: Nothing Dead. since then. Dead
0: story. No one gives a shit about Emily. It. Emily um, uh, Mayfield seems pretty happy. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other girl. I don't. No,
1: no, I'm talking about yeah. his wife. There's no yeah. mention. Like those no two issues. are living life. It's a so. non-story.
0: Nobody's talked about it, and that shows you how stupid that Rover is. I, I didn't mean to say his name. Oh, but the local radio guy that did it. That shows you how dumb he is as a non-sports fan. He did it in the the the. The most boring time of the season, right? I think they did it after the Super Bowl. Should have held off until Week One of the, the or of, training camp. Yeah, do it yeah. when you break that news at not you know ten o'clock in the morning, and then at eleven o'clock, Baker has to do it at a press conference with the media, and a guy can ask him, "Hey, what about this story?" That's when you should do it. Yeah. You fucking idiot!
1: Because by the time training camp rolls around, no one's going to ask. And if they do, ask, well, th- just there say, will be one person who asks that question if he still has a job. And no, we-
0: he'll be too busy de- degrading people. <laughs> he's gonna he's he's. Gonna, he- uh, he would actually be there but he's he has a clan meeting instead so ah, <laughs> he Jesus, can't make it. Jesus Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so um but yeah, so the 2007 Indians they they pissed away a 3-1 lead against Boston costing them a trip to the championship. That's why this one came in at a 3 seed because it wasn't a World Series. We didn't there's no guarantee we would have beat Colorado. However, I'm fully convinced No, would I believe have. we would have, yeah. That team was pretty good that year. Now we come to another cool nickname that lives in infamy. Yeah. Different sport. The shot. Michael Jordan <sighs> pushed Craig Elo, shoots Pu- it. Push Craig Elo?
1: I admit it. He fucking pushed oh. him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a Cleveland Cavs fan, but I'm a huge Jordan fan, and that was a clean shot.
0: A current NBA offensive foul all day, because <laughs> <'cause> only because <laughs> no, Craig, only no, that's be- not only, true. Only LeBron makes
1: that shot nowadays; they're not calling that well, shit LeBron on him. LeBron doesn't
0: push people off like I'm that. I'm just saying that they wouldn't call it against somebody like but that. But the way guys flop nowadays, Craig Ula would have ended up in like the fucking third row, and like he just sat there <laughs> ate a ate a fucking hot dog while he was chilling.
1: Did you see that? Not to change topic, did you see that that uh, phantom swipe at LeBron the other night. No, I. There's so many in, Dude, in, in it. NBA. This is pretty big. It happened just recently. Like I forget who was guarding him, but LeBron's the, nobody. <laughs> exactly the phantom. LeBron came up to the, the the three, and he's just trying to like you know pivot around and try to get a you know push off or whatever. And somebody literally swiped, and you can't see on the on the radio, but um, swipe like underneath, and it shows nothing touched LeBron. And then like delayed reaction, LeBron's like like falls backwards like he just got and punched that, in the that face that happens
0: all too often with the nba we'll talk about that in future episodes about how poor the nba is because truthfully ratings are dipping tremendously for the nba i personally barely watch i'll, I'll, I'll turn a Cavs game on every once in a while just to check them out but in terms of like national games i watched a few minutes of the zion lebron game because i watched it and i was like it's regular season now. I mean, Zion's going to be pretty impressive in right. a couple years, but yeah. I want to watch Zion Williams when he's no longer on a minutes restriction, so knowing he is, I'm kind of like whatever. Yeah, I want to see it. him I want to see him get get good, develop. Sure. I want to see him in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't care about regular season games. I really don't in the yeah. NBA. But yeah, back to the shot though. Like I, I
1: mean, that's that's a that's like the infamous like 5 second, you know, video of him making yeah, that shot any, over Any Elo. Jordan
0: highlight reel and that's that's what is going to piss me off or upset me, I should say, when Michael Jordan ends up passing away because it's you know it's gonna it's gonna be over the calves uh, yeah it's gonna happen Th- that 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 shot is gonna be in every highlight because he hung in the air for a while until it's he looked a beautiful moved. shot yeah it's impressive it's <clears throat> memorable for anybody that's not a calves fan <laughs> <laughs> but because this is a cleveland spring yep. sadness bracket minute three the shot made it uh our, our final three is the 95 world series Indians versus the Atlanta, the Atlanta Braves. Braves. So, me personally, again, this is when I just started watching professional baseball. I was six. So, I don't really remember it too much. I just know that we lost. And I know that I forever have hated the Atlanta Braves because of that. So, that's why this came in as a three seed for me personally because I was just so young. It it didn't affect me because, I mean, like I probably heard that they lost – there's a good chance I was probably asleep before the game even ended, if I'm being honest, because I was probably going to school the next I day. I had to I don't go even to bed.
1: Know. You to get your homework done and go to bed. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was fucking I, six. I remember this because my grandmother, God rest her soul, was a huge Braves fan. And I feel like I've been tortured. Oh,
0: so- Grandma Chip. Yeah, Grandma Chip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the origin of Chip was episode four. So if you want to go back to learn how that all came out, or, or don't, uh, I don't yeah, recommend I it. <laughs> um, but no, my grandmother was a huge Braves fan. I don't know fucking why, but. Uh, I remember
0: watching every she game. She hated Indians. That's why <laughs> she did. I mean, but she's like, I'd rather root for the ones that are scalping <laughs> them than the ones that are pride.
1: <laughs> no, the, the real reason, honestly, she just Prideful. loved. She just loved the whole like uh, the chop thing. Though, okay, which,
0: I like that too. That's what she if, liked. If they didn't beat us in '95, I'd probably be like, hey, the Braves aren't a bad team. Yeah, to root she for. she liked
1: doing that whole like whatever you know the oh, oh, oh type thing. But uh, so she liked them. But we watched them. my grandfather. Can you do that one more time. No, I can't do that oh, Okay. Again, <laughs> uh, I, was on, I was on. I was on. No, key, you did it great. That's
0: why I wanted you to do it again. <laughs>
1: uh, my grandfather, and my grandmother used to argue all the time watching that world series so i remember watching it with them but i remember that that was that was probably the best team we've ever had in the field
0: right and that's that's why it like i know that it pisses me off because on paper and what i remember of that team that was a fucking amazing roster you don't see talent like that on a baseball team anymore yeah. You just don't. And like that that, that you look, lineup You look at it now that insane. lineup from start to finish was fucking loaded. It looks like an all-star team. Yeah. Truthfully, Pretty it much looks was. like an it American League all-star team. It yeah. looks like a you know, it looks like a, a Hall of Fame ballot of just like, "All right, yes, yes, yes." You know what I mean? Like it was that good. So for me personally, like it does it sucks to know that they lost that because that was another one that I had just started watching. I lo- I liked the Indians then. If they could have won a World Series. Again, That just that dips into the the curse and the the bad luck we've had of not winning a championship for so long. So just would have been great to have that under my belt as a six-year-old. Now I can at thirty-one almost, I can say, hey, the Indians won a ninety-five champions, and I could feel better about this team. But no. But Cleveland always comes out on bottom. (sighs) Only only in Cleveland. Only in Cleveland. And we're on to four seeds to wrap it all up. First region. This one was a long, slow burning depression. This was the one in thirty-one era of Sashi Brown and Hugh Jackson. <laughs> for me personally, because I mean it's pretty obvious for those of you that listen, I the Browns are my favorite Cleveland team. Football's my favorite sport to watch and cover. And the the one in thirty one season was so just depressing from top to bottom for me. Free agent wise, I hated it. I mean the, the front office, before we even got to free agency, I hated every fucking decision they were making. I hated the hiring of Sashi Brown. I hated... um Corey Coleman, they could have had Dak Prescott, or I'm sorry, uh Carson Wentz. They could have had Ezekiel Elliott. They could have taken Joey Bosa.
1: No, no Corey Coleman was the right choice there.
0: Yeah, no, they traded out and they took a guy who led the nation in drops. Analytics. But he won the Brian bolitnikoff Award as the best quote unquote receiver. <laughs> he has that on his book because his all he though. could fucking do was run a deep route at Baylor, and Sashi Brown thought that would translate in the NFL, and boy, did it ever! It translated to. An 0 16 season, a 1 se- 31, or a 1 15 season, just fucking pure misery. The NFL is built for teams to turn around in a year or two. And I'm not talking about going from four wins to like six. That's not good enough in, in the current NFL, the way it's structured. The NFL is built to you go from four wins to 10 in the playoffs in a fucking season one offseason you should be able to fucking revamp your roster find the right quarterback get a couple studs at some prime positions you know an offensive lineman a good corner a good defensive end you can turn your fucking team around in a year or two and this was like a 5 year fucking process the the 2016 i believe it was draft that Corey Coleman got taken in i believe it was 16 was one of the worst fucking drafts I've ever seen as a Browns fan. Bad. It was fucking embarrassing. It really was. A lot Even of a lot of weird trading and, and sign. It's just really bad? It's the the seventeen draft was fucking embarrassing. Sixteen, we took Cody Kessler to be the future quarterback. He's a fucking stiff. Seventeen, we took Deshaun Kaiser, who's a fucking stiff, and went to a great college. Though we passed on Carson Wentz. Then what, what has he done? Yeah, no, nothing. I mean if he didn't if he didn't get hurt that the year they won the Super Bowl, he was MVP. No question about it. That's nothing. Yeah, exactly. We don't need that. Nope. We don't need a guy that you know don't get me wrong, I'm not giving him credit for the Super Bowl win. I know he didn't play, but I truly believe if he never got hurt, they probably still would have won the Super Bowl and he would have won MVP. He's that good of a player. Um And then the next year, like I said, we 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 passed on who I only wanted because I do get I, I get QB drunk. I'll admit it. First to admit, you do. I remember two years ago,
1: you had like a, a detailed um, review of every fucking quarterback in the draft. I get because I want the Browns. This, was to, the, this is the year you wanted Josh. Uh, um,
0: was it Rosen? No, that was Baker. Uh, that was Baker's year. Oh uh, yeah, 17 yeah. Draft was I wanted Mitch Trubisky. However, I didn't. Yeah, that's worked out. So however, fun. I didn't say like take him instead of Miles Garrett. I was figuring out ways we could trade up to two to get him, so we can get Miles and Mitch Trubisky and. I just feel like the, the Browns have passed on so many quarterbacks. I Again, I just became fucking crazy with QBs. They passed that same year on Patrick Mahomes. They Not good. traded with Houston. So Houston could come up and take Deshaun Watson. Not good. So, I mean... These I are all very overrated players you mentioned. I personally wouldn't have taken Deshaun Watson because he has knee issues and injury history. So don't get me wrong. I mean, he's played great in the NFL. Uh, They obviously haven't won a championship, but he's been taking her to the playoffs. So he's got the upper hand in that department, but I also just feel like I'm okay with the Browns not taking him. Um, but yeah. And then the year we took Baker because I was, I was crushed by Johnny Manziel. I, w- I didn't want Baker. I, he reminded me of a Johnny Manziel. And I took a lot of shit for that after the first year because Baker was a, you know, he broke a rookie <laughs> touchdown record and this and that. However, year two, kind of look like i was right maybe baker wasn't the best quarterback maybe he shuts yeah, me but up I in mean, year three he's I mean, still decent he's still a good quarterback right guy. i'm not shitting him i'm just saying that you know everybody was shitting on me really quickly and they they haven't brought it up again since it's kind of funny how that works oh well it's coming um so yeah that one was devastating to me just that whole era sashi brown one in 31 fucking just it was embarrassing as a browns fan to see that to to try to be supportive as a fan to try to be engaged with the team, and I was shutting games off by halftime. We were getting smoked so many times. It's just a horrible fucking time to be a Browns fan. It really was. Not that things have really turned around much more. I mean, We've got a little better. A little bit better. little better. We've won we some get games. we got a couple more wins I mean, come on, man. We went 0-16. Nothing.
1: We had a fucking pity parade around First Energy Stadium. Which was
0: stupid. Anybody that went there, fuck, go fuck yourselves. Yes. Truthfully. It's bad enough way to watch the season, and then you're going to go celebrate in 0-16. First off, you fucking dumb fucks. The Detroit Lions already did it. You did nothing new. There was already an 0-16 team. So you just look like a... But was there an
1: game. 0-16 parade?
0: I mean, probably. They all no, froze I to death. So. It's Detroit. They got shot, <laughs> murdered, and, and froze. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, the next four seed, J.R. Smith, forgets the score... <laughs> He best dribbles,
1: frozen picture of all time dribbles
0: out the clock basically to end game one of the 2017 nba finals i think it was 17 or was it 18 18 i believe i
1: don't know. No, 17 17 you're right 17
0: are you sure i really don't remember i'm asking honestly
1: no i think well i mean it wasn't no it was 18 because i know it happened in 18 but it was of the 2017 season
0: Okay, well, the way the NBA is, I mean, I just counted whatever the finals year is, is the year I count the season. Like we won It was the-, the last
1: time LeBron was here,
0: right? Yeah, I think it was LeBron's final year. So that was 18 then. Yeah,
1: 2017,
0: 2018. Right, but the finals were yeah, in Yeah, so it happened in 2018. Jesus Christ. All right, we're moving on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, do you say the Cavs won the championship in 15-16, or do you say they won the 2016 championship? I don't... Yeah. Exactly, you <laughs> always round up to the year that the fucking... It, it's not football where it's January. The game's in fucking June. It's ah, shut up, move the on. Season. So anyway, uh, J.R. Smith gets the rebound, doesn't know what the score is, and starts dribbling the clock out and thinks that we had the lead. <laughs> we go to the overtime, and we lose the game. It was game one. We ended up getting swept. However maybe winning that game turns things around because you steal home court. Yep. Maybe. I just don't think we were ever overcoming Kevin yeah. Durant and, no. the, and the Warriors. No. So That team that's was That's why this is a four good. seed because it's depressing. It was really sad. I remember how this game caused me to buy a punching bag. That's why I have the punching bag in my basement was because oh, of this that's game. Because this game ended. I was so fucking mad I wanted to break everything I saw. So I just went online. I bought a punching bag and I beat the shit out of that when it arrived in a couple days. That's literally how mad sports make me. I had to buy something You're to so physically violent. assault. I, re- I really am. Sports fucking destroy me. Ugh. So this one's a four seed because again I don't think we had any chance of winning this championship. No, but, but it's it was still, still, it's, still one, it's it's one of those only in Cleveland moments that I just because that happened again I don't forget these things. Thursday night game I couldn't sleep. I was up all fucking night, just depressed, sad. It ruined everything for me. So that's why it's on the list. Spring sadness. Here we are. It makes the list. Next four seed. Red, right, 88. This is one we kind of had to look up. This is another one that older fans know this probably like the back of their hand. For me, this was Brian's site. This was early 80s, correct? Yeah, way like back. 81 maybe I think it was or something. Let me go ahead and pull this up while you talk about the play. Go ahead. And this is another infamous. It's almost like the drive, the fumble, the shot, but it's just called Red, right, 88. It's a known horror story for Cleveland fans. 1981. 81, okay, yeah. I
1: wasn't born then, so no fucking old
0: jokes on that right, one, dick. Sure, whatever you say. <laughs> it's against sure. the Raiders. Everyone wants to see your birth certificate, Obama. Nobody <laughs> believes you weren't born I'll yet. release that when I release my tax returns, <laughs> asshole. So... For those of you familiar with Red Right Eighty Eight, another historic moment in Brown's history. Kyle, I'll let you read the story if you want. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not going to read it verbatim, but basically, sure, sure, sure. it was
1: um, the play was called in. Um, Sam Ritiglian, uh, Ritigliano name, there you go. Called the play and said, "Look, we're gonna we're gonna run this one play. If it's not there, you're gonna throw the ball and I quote into Lake Erie because he wants him thrown out of bounds." Um, yep. Brian site decides to call the play, and he decided to throw the ball. Throws the ball to Ozzie Newsome and a very tight window. It's picked off in the end zone,
0: and they basically sit on the ball, and they lose. And that was that. So, so again, a devastating play. A devastating historical name for shitty things for Cleveland. But again, this one's clocking in as a four seed because I don't know much about it. It didn't affect me at all. I it's wasn't still even tragic.
1: Bought. It's worth mentioning, but yeah, it's sort of because
0: it's just it's part of the history of shitty things for Cleveland, and I think it's a big one when you get your own name and everyone knows it and everyone uses it as like a not a badge of honor, but almost like a badge of horror when they talk about it. So clocked in at number four, and our final four seed. Um, this was another one. Lots of emotions that day, that night, I should say. Miles Garrett took his helmet off. Miles Garrett cracked Mason Rudolph in the head with his helmet. That's a good shirt. I like that. Uh, excuse me. Um, how's, that, how's that beer? It's pretty good. It's very good. <laughs> so, yeah, Miles Garrett took his helmet off. We we already went over it on the show, so I won't I won't delve into it too much because you guys all know what happened. I love that game. We won. We beat the shit out of the Steelers. We won. We embarrassed the Steelers. We, we literally like at the team. shit out of them. We look like we're we're turning the corner to a potential playoff push. And then with fucking 10 seconds to go, Miles Garrett loses his cool, whether he was, you know, antagonized or not. We don't know what was said, what happened. No audio of that game. He took his helmet off, or he took Mason Rudolph's helmet, he swung it at Mason Rudolph, and was suspended indefinitely. And uh, after that, the Browns were never the same. Our defense was even worse than it was before, because our defense wasn't really that good this year to begin with. And I think that basically put the final nail in the no-playoff coffin. And sealed freddie kitchen's fate it 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 sealed john dorsey's fate it 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 changed the the dynamic and the the plan going forward for the cleveland browns i mean that one play potentially cost us the playoffs which then caused freddie to get fired which i'm on board with caused john dorsey to get fired it's a whole trickle down effect these little things have these massive impacts for the long term that people don't think about and that's why miles garrett made the list because that Cost us the 2019 season, yeah. more than likely. Uh, Miles Garrett was on pace to potentially be up nominated for Defensive Player of the Year. Would He's having a hell of a season. Pro Bowler could have set some some sack records. You know, you know, not not the all time sack record, but like could have set some good numbers for himself. Some good 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 things were happening for him this season. He was having a great year, and it all got derailed on one swing of a helmet, one boneheaded move that you know he obviously wishes he could go back but he was we posted about it I don't think we even talked about it on the air reinstated good to go no harm no foul yeah he's done a, he's done his what off season uh
1: therapy he had to take which I still think is bullshit yeah I mean it was like um, yeah but anger i mean the dude the dude's nonsense. in like fucking africa right now helping kids he's a great person he's from a, what he's i've he's ever heard helping kids from, or, in africa hurt. need to get water and food and stuff like that so it's not like he's a, a horrible guy you know, but you know it is what it is. He, he's he's a beast. He's a beast of a man. Yeah, and he flips it on like that when he plays football. You know what I mean? And
0: yeah, he's and- literally in he, he 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 gets accused of being a monster and violent, and you know the, some people mostly. I'll just I'll just call him out. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. If you guys aren't familiar with him, yeah, what a, that he is so anti Miles Garrett and yeah. claims that like there should be legal things and he should have been banned from the NFL. Like he's a he's a big piece of shit and. He's the one saying that he should have been arrested that night. Yeah, this is all all just me, you know, alleged. So there can't be any legal ramifications. Mike Florio comes off as a racist to me sometimes when it involves like a black player, especially Miles Garrett. Allegedly. He rides him harder than anybody I've ever seen for something that I feel like he has no jurisdiction to talk about because if Miles Garrett's claiming he was called a racial slur, Mike Florio should shut the fuck up because he has no idea what it's like to be a black person to get called a derogatory term, right? And I don't either. That's why I'm okay with what you know. I'm not okay with what Miles did, but I can never pretend to put myself in that situation. So Mike Florio should neither. That's my right. take on that. But because,
1: yeah. however, how, how a person reacts to that word, we'll never understand it. But I, I get it. Yeah. You know, each person reacts a different way.
0: Obviously, his yeah. way of reacting. I don't if it took have place. the history of that word yeah. in my heritage Correct. to know, like, the, like I know how negative it is, but I don't like feel right. it that way. So we can't judge somebody for how it, they I, react. I never to would. It. Yeah, yeah, right. And in Florio again, Miles Garrett should be arrested, banned for life, this and that, like the worst punishments ever. And then after he comes out and says, you know. I kept my mouth shut from the beginning. I didn't want to I didn't want people to know about this. I only wanted to tell the league. They leaked that I said that he called me a racial slur. Miles I mean, Garrett they, they leaked it way it. too quick too. That's crazy. And then Mike Florio's coming out there going, for a guy that said he was going to keep his mouth shut, he's telling everybody. Like Florio's just so anti Miles Garrett. And again, it's it's because it's about a potential racial slur yep. which makes Mike Florio look that much worse, I think. And then the interview that he gave uh, that have had comments on that too, right? Too, of but course. It's, but Miles didn't come out
1: and forthcoming with that information. Like in the interview, he was asked, like he was asked the question, right? And I believe him Miles even like said, like you know, I really don't want to get into it, but yeah. since you
0: asked, this and that's is- the other thing too is is it happened. He wasn't gonna go to the media and tell them everything. He wanted to save it all for his meeting with the NFL, and he did. And right. the NFL leaked all this. Right. And now everyone's like, "Oh, now he's crying that, that he right. got hit with the helmet. He's Jesse Smollett, and he's full of shit." And it's like because the guy kept his story to himself until he went to the to the NFL. He's all of a sudden lying. Yeah, Miles' like, story. Miles' story not has anything? not changed
1: at all since the get-go. Yeah. It's been the same. He's he's gonna he's gonna die on that on yep. that hill
0: that's saying that. So we're never gonna know. And it wasn't like a like a like a police involvement where right. he had to give a statement. You can walk off the field. He got ejected. Keep your mouth shut till your suspension hearing. That's exactly what he did. But for people that don't like what he said, it's the worst thing he could have done, and they're shitting on him for it. So fuck off, Mike Florio, you cock.
1: They won't be sponsoring an episode anytime soon.
0: They, no fucking way I would let them either. <laughs> um, they can pro football, talk about my balls, <laughs> put them in their mouth. Fuck you, Florida. you, you the ball, ball talking. have right? to. Um, but, yeah, so that's our, our sad spring sadness bracket. Again, like Kyle said, we're going to work on being able to get this in a better format for the website. So talk or, about or how we're online. going
1: to uh, in- include the fan audience here.
0: So what we're going to be doing, for those of you... Um, that listen, we're going to be posting on Facebook because Facebook allows you to do polls. We're going to be doing each uh, matchup as a poll question. And we'll explain why, like each each pick, and then you guys can pick which one you like. And we're not sure of how long, maybe four or five days per poll, and you guys pick, and the winners advance. So we'll probably do them all over this weekend. We'll do, um, we'll do eight tomorrow. Or no, I'm sorry, four tomorrow, and we'll do four on Sunday. Probably work out best. That works, yeah. Give each one, like, five days, and then next weekend we'll regroup, and then Saturday, Sunday we'll do two and two, and we'll work ourselves down to the finals. Um, but, yeah, so please vote, share it, get people involved, get this thing moving. I want as many votes as possible. So if you if you guys could do me a favor, if you're listening this far into the show, thank you, first off, and congratulations. Um Secondly, you win nothing, but thank you. Yeah, no, we just we want to see what's the saddest thing that's happened as a Cleveland sports fan. Yeah. I'm interested in that. So if you could, if you are voting on on any of them, I please ask that you also share the post because the more people you can show that, that vote on it helps it out and is going to make the numbers that much that much better. So yeah, by all means, share the post, vote, tell us why you voted for it. We'd love to go over some answers when we recap it all for the next episode. So get involved, people. Comment, talk about it, share it post um i think we should post one
1: one at a time and give like a two three hour window oh for sure yeah that way that's why i want to do 16 Yeah, we can do four in a day but let's do like one and then wait two or three hours do another one and that way people get chance to vote and vote yeah we want them to be spread out a little bit but i
0: just figured because we have a you know saturday sunday weekend we have two sides to the regions just do one and one that works out so it's on you tomorrow i'm busy i get my haircut tomorrow (laughs) <laughs> that's true. At your age, I mean, you don't have many left. So enjoy your haircut, cherish it. Oh. So that's it, though. That's all I got for right now. We'll, uh, like I said, next week, next episode, we'll recap the the picks for the first round of the Spring Sadness bracket, and we will do a little uh, free agent slash draft prep episode. And hopefully, there's no more injuries to talk about for the Indians because Oscar Mercado is undergoing an mri today he's hurt um because of mike clevenger's injury shane bieber is being named the starting opening day pitcher for the indians i had some other things i want to talk about but we are out of time we are over an hour and i think it was great i don't want to ruin it so i think we're good (laughs) so ladies and gentlemen we will talk to you guys again another time have a great week anything kyle you got nothing i got nothing
1: i am going home to put a bed together
0: that's it. That's the weirdest way I've ever heard of having sex in my life, but I like it. Anyway, any new way you can come up with a at my some age, I got, I got to be creative at some point. <laughs> Going home to put a bed together with a wife. Whoa, <laughs> dirty bird! Talking party, partying hard on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody, we'll talk to you again next time. Later.